Welcome to the Social Work Your Life podcast with me, Kim Beam. I'm an educator, a creative writer, a social worker, a cancer survivor, and so much more. My life experiences, my gut and intuition, they have guided me throughout my journey so far. We are going to navigate this roller coaster of our lives together, finding practical ways to cope. Join me as we learn to trust our intuition and find our joy. Let's jump into today's episode. Today we're here with Cass Shuck, S-H-U-C-K, and she, oh, she has so many things going on in her life, so many fun things going on in her life. Um, She, it feels random to me, but I'm sure it wasn't very random to her, moved this year relatively quickly from Bar Harbor, Maine to Atlanta, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Savannah. Oh, Savannah. So sorry. Yeah. Very, very different place very than Atlanta. Very different place than Atlanta. We just um, talked about the super highway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh she also is starting a social media platform. Um, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. And basically, Cass, what do you you have the platform? What do you what do you want to share? Oh my goodness. Well, I first feel like we have to tell the listeners our background story. <laughs> okay. That works for me. <laughs> because I feel like that's such a good place to start. And this is this is my day-to-day life. And I feel like it's your day-to-day life too, where you're like, oh, I just happened to meet this person who just happens to do this, who just happens to connect to this. Um, exactly. So once upon a time, about a year and a half ago, maybe? Yeah, about yeah. there. Yeah, it was about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um Kim and I both needed to hole, as we call it, and go into our separate places and the world was too much and, you know, the job was too much and the business was too much and the kids were too much on my side and we just needed to kind of take our some space. So you went, go ahead, you you went out for weeks before I did. Yeah, I was there for five weeks. I was there for, I went to the Himalayan Institute in the Poconos in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, um, to a retreat center to basically have five weeks of silence because my dad, when my dad was sick, I was like, that's it. This was so overwhelming. And there was so much going on. I was like, when all of this is over, um, I'm going to go to like Nepal and do five weeks of silence or four weeks. I do a month of silence in Nepal. Mm-hmm. And then I started to actually price that out and what that would actually look like. Cause we had a pandemic and I had time to really look at these things. And um, I discovered how much it would actually cost to fly there and then be there. And I was like, well, I could drive there and be there and it would cost the same amount if I just did it local. So I went mm-hmm. to the Him- the Honesdale, uh, the Himalayan Institute in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. And I was there for five weeks, mostly silent. The last weekend I was there, the last couple of days I was there, I started to open up and have conversations with people. That was about the same time Cass arrived for a weekend of what they call punch of karma, which is kind of a cleanse. Yes. There's a lot of massage. There's a lot of oil. There's a lot of, a lot of oil. So there's much oil. So much, so much ghee. So much ghee and so much oil. They pour it in your hair. They pour it in your body. They pour it on your body. Yes. <laughs> so much oil. Oleation, uh, oleation is so important for Ayurveda, which is hysterical. And you're like, oh, cool. Like, I love ghee. And then you're like, okay. They're like, here's a cup of ghee for your like your, your lunch. And I'm like, a cup? They're like, a full cup. But I'm like, that seems I don't exciting. think I was getting a full cup of ghee in mine because I wasn't doing ghee. I was doing... That's right. You were, yeah, you were no dairy. So No dairy. Um. So Cass arrived. And when she arrived, I was like, 
she was like, what's your story? And I was like, wait, what's your story? And so um, that's how Cass and I first met. Yes. And I will say to this, so like I wanted, I had been, I had heard about Pancha Karma for probably about four years. And I started looking it up about a month before the actual event. And they were like, there's no space. It's, it's, you know, everyone's, it's already reserved. You know, you can sign up for next year. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going to be next year. I don't want to do that. So I'm going to put myself on a wait list, mind you. And there were, I think, 12 people ahead of me or something like there were, I was not supposed to be there. Like, let's just clarify until I, I was. had no idea that happened. I yeah. had no idea you weren't supposed to be there. Yeah, no, I had signed up uh, like a month before, got put on a wait list. And then I think it was a week and a half before they called me. Um, and they're like, if you pay within 24 hours, the spot is yours. And I was like, cool. So yeah, I only decided so that I was actually, or only knew that I was actually going like a week and a half before. Um, and yeah. I ended up, I ended up there and um, yeah, we, we basically sat down and talked about story. And then we also had a conversation about meat. Cause I was, yeah, I, I was classified a vegetarian while I was there because I wasn't eating dairy and it's all vegetarian place. Like it's all vegetarian. So I was classified as a vegan, sorry, a vegan mm -hmm. while I was there because I wasn't having dairy. So if you were either vegetarian, you were having dairy items or you were vegan not having dairy items and I wasn't having any dairy items so they classified me as a vegan but then I would like add tuna to my salad or I'd be like eating a like beef or a venison 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 jerky I was like eating epic venison bars where I was like I need protein <laughs> and so yep. I'm classified as a vegan by the kitchen because then I have no dairy but then I'm like a closet meat eater <laughs> And I always know when I go to events and I find people, A, like I've gone to down to Central America that was vegan and they're sneaking in protein. I'm like, okay, you're my people. <laughs> like there's that type of person or there's within 20 minutes of meeting one another. And I have a number of friends like this at an event. We're up in a room pulling tarot cards, playing with crystals, tapping into the universe, doing muscle activation, like I'm like, I always know my people when I'm like, hey, do you want to come like hang out and like do witchy shit with me? <laughs> They're like, yes, yes, I yes. do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like supposed to be silent and I'm like, nope, we're going to go read some tarot cards. And I you used your shaman deck, your shaman yes. oracle deck. And I was like, I really like this deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's that, that's just a little bit. And I, I will say that is how I connect with people. Um, the joke within the team is kind of like, send me out and I'll find our next group of people that we're meant to connect with mm. because I do I find, um, I mean, I'll be in a, I was in a room of 1800 people last month and I found 10 people who are now brought into our circle who are our people. And that's like, for me, what connection is about. It's about finding the people who like on paper, like we, I mean, we like are via algorithm of some sort of technology, we may not have gotten along or they may not have paired us together. Right. They may have been like, Oh, she has two kids and she lives here and like this doesn't make any sense and they might have been like oh she doesn't you know she doesn't have children she lives in a completely different place you know she's in the medical system you're very different when it comes to the medical system like you shouldn't be people and then I'm like no that's not actually how connection takes place so I just think like I mean some of my friends like on paper again we shouldn't get along but like these are my these are my ride or die people mm. yeah, yeah. So. that makes total sense it does. 
So where do you want to go from here? Yeah, where do we go from here? I'm an open book. <laughs> so talk to me about why aligned. Okay. Like so I think it goes, yeah, I think it goes to connection. Um, a, a, obviously a very large piece. Um, I feel like one of the things that we've done as a society was separate people and separate people and separate people and separate people. And then kind of bubbled up in 2020, another layer of separation of people. So we're already like, we always, I just, I just kind of made a little nod to it. Like we always categorize people in different ways. We're like, okay, master's degree, bachelor's degree, PhD, no college, men, women, 40s, 30s, 20s, 50s, like black, white, Hispanic, Latino, gay, straight, but like there's all of these categories and we just like, we have this tendency as a society right now to separate and to separate and to separate and to separate and to make, which, you know, from a mental health perspective, more than anyone, it makes you feel like you're the only one. Like I'm the only one who feels like this. I'm the only one who has this experience. I'm the only one who's having this conversation. I'm the only one. And it kind of is very ostracizing. And in the beginning for a, for a line, kind of one of the things that I was, one of the things that kind of spurred it is it was like, we are so much more similar than we are different. Mm-hmm. And like the, like, I want people to have the people that in their life, like you, you're, you're familiar with the tier one, tier two, tier three. Oh, yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. So like for the listeners who aren't, um, Tier one is kind of like your people, like your ride or dies, the people who you can call up at 2 a.m. if you're in the middle of like a panic attack and they're like, I got you, I see you, I feel you, let's work through this. The tier two is like the, okay, I will talk to you, I would travel with you. Maybe I won't answer all your phone calls, but like you're you're in the, you're in this, you're in the same e- ecosphere. And these kind of tiers get further and further out with the the more connection you have. I kind of looked at, you know, online social media and I'm like, we're basically inundating ourselves with tier three, tier four people who really don't care, who aren't going to be there, who aren't going to answer the phone, who aren't going to be your ready to die, who aren't going to travel. And I was like, we're kind of forgetting how to genuinely connect. So we're in this place of being more connected than ever, but also less connected than ever. And I'm like, and then when I look at, you know, health and when I look at mental health and when I look at physical health connection has is like the root cause of so many different illnesses, either connection to self or connection to others, where I'm like, this needs to be kind of flipped on its head from a, from a technology standpoint. So we looked at making a mental health app and we're like, that sounds boring. We looked at creating, you know, a, a journal and a planner and a course and all of these things. And I was like, none of this works. So it was like, where are people connecting with people? And the answer, when you look at it is social media. Right. They think that they're connecting. So I was like, we're going to take on social media. And it started off with a question mark of we're going to take on social media. Like, how the hell are we going to do that? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, we're going to take on social media, period. And then it went, okay, we're going to fucking take on social media, exclamation point. So it's kind of ex- it's kind of crescendoed, so to speak, of like our understanding and ability to do that. And it's really spent, we spent now almost three years reinventing connection and reinventing how we connect people and reinventing the conversations that people have and the the way of doing that. So. And where are you in that process now? Oh my goodness. And so we did an MVP. We had people just kind of testing out the platform and then in January. So in about a month, we actually have real people on a real platform that is completely built out. Um, so we're about a month and a half out. Um, we have a, a waiting list. We have some we have some people who have been in our beta team that have tested out the the previous little sad platform. Um, it wasn't this one, sad. 
It wasn't it was, sad. I found it sad because I know the potential of where we're going. Right. It was uh, the thing that I found frustrating here. I'll just tell you the thing I found frustrating <laughs> about that little sad platform, as you stated it, is that I it wasn't easily accessible. Like it was hard yes. for me to find it to like yes. play on the playground. I'm like, I want more time on the playground, but I can't find it. Mm-hmm. See, like I see it because I know where we're going as a Lamborghini. Right. <laughs> and it came out as a Camry. And its next version is going to be a Porsche. Okay. So we're like, we're in the right vicinity. We're in the right ballpark. You're, you're right church, wrong pew. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm like, I know that like, so like the big thing that we didn't think of, which is, which is why I call it a sad little platform is I was like, oh, social media, like people will be on via website and no, 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 no cast. People are on via phone. Yeah. So. They're on via app. Exactly. So this new one will actually be app and and um, tablet and compute and computer. So it's all in one. Okay, um, good. But yeah, it was just it's some it's stuff like that that you don't think of and you don't know until you're you know in it, so to speak. Right. Yeah, so, I can see that. Yeah. So just taking on connection and technology all at once. How has your moving forward with creating a? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this for everybody who's listening. Um, aligned has a different energy to it. It has mm-hmm. a completely different feel to it. Like, um, when I was on the, even the sad little version as, <laughs> as Cass just phrased it, right. The aligned background noise is supportive and kind and loving. It feels like you're on a safe space, which mm-hmm. I do not feel when I'm in other social media platforms that their background space, not even looking at what people have posted, not even looking at like just the space that is the space to put your stuff just doesn't have that same kind of energy to it. And because you're doing something totally radically different, you're coming at it from a conscious perspective opposed to an unconscious perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, how has the unconscious world reacted to even your sad little version so it's interesting because it's the same sentiment that you just said from everyone that's been on it before they're like we don't know why and I can tell you why I can tell you all the technical reasons why but they're like we don't know why it just feels different I feel different my energy feels different I leave feeling connected and like, I don't leave feeling like I'm I'm done. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing out. I don't feel like I have to keep scrolling. That's kind of been the, the overall sentiment. Um, so it's interesting because there's a couple of different types of people. There's the people who know why and what and how we're doing and why and what they're consuming. And they understand of like, okay, I, it feels different because there's not all of these bells and whistles. There's not all of these notifications. We're an opt-in culture versus just assume that you want content. So again, very different energy there. And then there's the people who have like, and who like, again, who understand that. And then there's people who are like, I have no idea why, but I want to come back and I want to be present for like what I'm experiencing. Mm. So it's kind of, it's been interesting because there's been no one who, that we've gotten feedback from that's like, this platform's awful. I miss Twitter. I need, you know, 42 notifications. Um, I miss all of these bells and whistles, like, sorry, Twitter to pick on you and Elon. Um, but there's just been like, no, we've gotten no neg, like per se negative feedback about the platform itself, gotten plenty of stuff about this doesn't work. This is broken. This could be better, et cetera. This we're missing this feature, but nothing of like, I 
I feel like I could stay like my biggest fear is having someone being like, I want to stay on this platform for eight hours a day. And I'd be like, no, we've missed the mark. Like we've so missed the mark um, because our goal is to get you on and get you connected and then get you off and into the real world, doing stuff with real people, having real experiences that aren't on your cell phone. Novel, crazy idea. Right. Because right. That, and with people who, you know, there's a synergy there, but they're not a carbon copy of you because growth doesn't happen when you have a carbon copy of you just reflecting your beliefs. Like I want people who are very different than me. I want people who have extremely radically different beliefs than me and then can reflect that because that's where growth really truly takes place. So like that's how we're pairing people and bringing people together. And that's amazing and lovely. And yeah. And, and it's where the real dialogue happens and the real growth happens is when you bump into somebody who doesn't think like you. Yes, exactly. And then you, you realize they're a human with the same human concerns, really, ultimately, like the pursuit of life and freedom and love and happiness, right? Like that's yes. really, that's really what most people want. We just come at it from different angles. And if you look from like an NLP perspective and you start using like a chunking up technology or a technique of like, okay, why do you believe that? Okay. What does that mean to you? We all say the same things. If you, it depends whether we go 15 layers up or two layers up, we're all kind of wanting the same things. So I'm like, this is my way and our way of, as a team, like of weaving people back together to be like, oh, we're not that different, even though on paper, there's some differences like, oh, you believe this and I believe this, like pick it you know, whatever. I'll use the presidential election because it's coming up. Be like, oh, you want person A and I want person B. Well, why do you want that? Okay. Well, why do you want that? And then if you actually have that conversation, the, the one individual, actually both individuals will always question their beliefs of where they come from. Like, was that something that was instilled in me? Is that my actual belief? Did I get that from my like dad or my uncle or my grandfather or whomever? Or like, where does that belief come from? Like, was I always a Democrat? Was I always a Republican? What the hell is this libertarian? Like, I like to pick on politics just because it's so charged. But right. there's so many topics like that that are charged that people are like so set in their ways and kind of feisty. Um, religion's another one where I'm like, have a conversation. You know, like mm-hmm. Buddhism, Taoism, um, you know, Christianity, Judaism, there's so many, like uh, Hinduism, there are, oh, there's so many similarities, mm-hmm. but like, let's get, let's get in a fight because of my belief system in my soapbox. I'm like, no, no, no. You want love. You believe that there's, is, there's something out there that's, you know, controlling that's, you know, managing your life and, and you have a higher self, higher purpose. So do they. Right. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. Bring on the charge topics. <laughs> So where do you, where do you see yourself being in the next five to 10 years? Oh God. Um, (laughs) You're tapping into the guides for this. I can see you doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Um, I mean, what immediately comes to mind is I kind of always have gone where I'm told. Um, So I laughed a little bit earlier when you said that I just very randomly moved from Bar Harbor to Savannah. Um, And I I said, I said, from the outside. Oh, from the outside. Yes, yes, yes. From the outside, it may look like you randomly made this move. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, Which to be fair, we were filling out Christmas cards and my husband and I were like, you know what? We didn't even really tell any people that we were moving. (laughs) We're like, no wonder we've gotten four Christmas cards in the mail. Um, So just, you know, things like that. that, um, But I, I kind of go where I'm told is the best way to describe it. So, you know, I lived in North Carolina pre-pandemic and 
in, in the end of 2019, I was told to put my house on the market and sell and we sold it in April of 2020. Um, while, you know, things were hitting the fan and we moved to, we moved to Maine and, you know, Maine weathering the storm of the pandemic and, you know, being where there are more trees than people and away from people was an amazing place to be versus Charlotte. So, um, when we were in Maine and, you know, I got the download that it's time to move again. And we kind of sat there with a map and we said, you know, we don't want to move here. This isn't in alignment with our culture or our values or how we want to raise our kids. Um, we landed on kind of Savannah and it's so funny because people here are like, why'd you move here? Um, Cause it's the South and they're like, Oh, you moved here for family or, you know, whatever the case might be or a job. I'm like, I have no idea. Like for the first couple months, I'm like, we live in a, an amazing neighborhood. And they're like, why'd you move here? I'm like, I have no idea. And they're like, what does that mean? And now I'm starting to understand it. And I've met people and I, you know, uh, uh, it's one of the few places that I can say that um, when traveling, it feels like home almost immediately of getting off a plane or like, like pulling into the driveway or like pulling into the city limits. Even um, it just feels very nurturing right now. But like, I, I don't know where I'm going to be in five or 10 years. Um, yeah. Wherever spirit tells me to go is where I'll, I'll end up heading. My goal is to get the the world connected and the world back in embodiment and the world back to presence um, so that we all kind of have that ability to kind of go where we're told and kind of live our own life and kind of, you know, kind of chunking up to what you said, you know, freedom, love, peace, happiness, joy, like all of those big core desired emotions, like we should all have that ability. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and to live in the, from an authentic space while doing, that, while doing that. Correct. Thank you for being here. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny question. This is a, this is, this is meant to be a funny question. Can I okay, bring it up? Can I find you on Facebook or Instagram? <laughs> nope. Um, well, you can. So there's a funny story about that. I was banned from Instagram. Instagram doesn't love when you talk about other platforms. Funny. It's in their terms and conditions. So a TikToker shouldn't be able to talk about Instagram and an Instagrammer shouldn't be able to talk about TikTok. But caveat, asterisk, all the stars. If the platforms are making money, they don't really care until you start talking about taking people off the platform in a platform that they're not making money from. So I am banned off of Instagram. I, my last post was December of 2021, mm. I believe. Um, had a hundred, had a, I think I had 40,000 followers down to 15,000 now. Um, just completely can't, can't connect in, can't say anything. And then, yeah, I have a personal Facebook page that is like tumbleweeds blowing in the wind. <laughs> So I post when I'm like, oh, I'm doing this event or, oh, this platform is launching or, oh, we're doing this. Um, but yeah, there's no, um, it's funny. I was actually at the, uh, what was it called? Playground the other day. And I was watching parents not watch their kids, but watch their phone either in their lap doing whatever they were doing or filming their kids and not actually watching them. They were watching them through the screen versus real life. Right. And I think my last post on social media on um, Instagram in particular was my daughter at the playground swinging and I was watching it through a phone. And for the past two years to see life through actually my eyes versus the lens of a camera has been truly transformational. So that would be my encouragement to 
all of the listeners and you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I was recently at an event where, um, I, uh, my image, my, my person, it looked like me, but wasn't actually, it was me. It was me, but it wasn't me because it was a video of me was on a Mm -hmm. very large screen. And I took a video of it while it was happening. And it's the only time I've ever seen me on a big screen. And I was taking a, a, um, I was using my phone to take a picture. That picture has not yet been put on social media, but I did take Mm -hmm. a video of the event and I definitely was not present in the event because I was taking a video of the event of that moment. And I know I missed out because I Mm -hmm. wasn't present because I was too busy making a video of it. And so, um, and I've told people that like, if I'm, if I'm at a space and I'm taking a lot of photos, it helps me separate from the power of whatever it is I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Now there is the shadow side to that, which we do have to address for two seconds where, you know, I'm with some of my people in my life on a monthly basis and we have three photos together for the past three years. Right. Um, so like there is a, like my goal is to, to strike that happy balance between like, actually, cause we are, when we're together, we are so present. There is nothing in the world that could like mess with our energy that like, like mm-hmm. there could be a time bomb going off like uh, down the road and we'd be like we're fine we're having such a great time guys we don't know anything that's happening um but again kind of the other pieces we do miss out on some of the moments where you know we're dressed up and we're having such a good time that we should probably take a picture so yeah i think there is a balance mm-hmm. there's definitely a balance there is. between the two there is, I, so. I am not i don't know that i totally regret taking the video because i know i had the video of the oh. moment right but at the same point i know that i wasn't completely present for the moment either yes so if you guys know how to figure that out how to figure out that next quantum entanglement please let us know yeah, exactly because you can't you can't do both you just can't do both but no, there's a moment do- that you can take you can be like okay in this moment we'll take photos in this moment yes. we'll do videos and then and then other moments will just be present with each other in those moments. Our joke was a little reminder on the calendar when we were together of like, stop and take a photo of each other, like of you guys. <laughs> so That's that was our kind of internal joke of like, you know, you're going to be together for three days, you know, maybe once a day you stop and take a photo of what you're doing and what you guys look like and where you are. I was like, That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. No, no. We'll, figure it, we'll figure it out. You will. You will. And it is, it's like the pendulum swing, right? You just got to figure, and maybe, maybe aligned will bring us more into alignment with the pendulum swing, right? That's the goal. That is, that is the goal and the namesake, my friend. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much much for for having me. Oh, thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I know you have a ton of options out there and I am grateful for you being here with me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or post it on social media. If you have a topic or question you would like me to go over, connect with me on socialworkyourlife.com. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll talk to you soon.